A very warm welcome to Data Professional Stories, a podcast powered by Change Leaders. Our today's guest is Srinivas Chintada. He is having around 17 years of IT experience. He comes from electronics and engineering background. He has done his post-graduation diploma at Great Lakes of University on AI ML and practicing for past five years on different use cases at leading banks in US for financial crimes lines of business. So, Srinivas, welcome again. Thank you, Sneha. Uh, it's a great to be part of this particular podcast, and uh, you know, let's see how it goes. Yeah, thank you. Please tell us something about yourself, about your family, and then your academic journey. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, uh, as I said, like uh, I came from the uh, engineering background, uh, aspiring to be uh, an electronics, uh, you know, professional. Uh, and and that happens in 2004. I came I came out of Andhra University uh, from Ishakpatnam. Uh But uh, there is a lot of boom around the computers and the IT industry. And somehow I was fascinated with this particular world. Uh, people doing a lot of things around the computer. A lot of businesses are growing. And especially when you are young. You would be looking at a profession which gives you good amount of money, so that you, you know, you you build your lifestyle around that, right? So every like everyone, I I went to programming. I learned Java programming at that time. It is there are two uh, kinds of people. Uh, one is the Microsoft people, and the other one is the Sun Microsystems Java people. You know, they used to debate a lot about. Uh, their programming skills and what kind of applications they build in that. So I, I, I came from that kind of a background, and and then uh, you know I I moved to data technologies. Uh, I started working with this uh, US bank, uh, and I've been continuing for the past 15 years. And uh, from there, I started learning the domain of the banking. And I was primarily working for the enterprise risk, finance, compliance, uh, and now into the financial crimes. So mostly uh, the back office work that bank generally does. I came from that domain and I, I grew interest uh, how banks does these operations, uh, uh, right? And that's where, uh, you know, my interest in this domain has increased. And after, uh, like everyone, we also go through this mid-career crisis after looking at all this uh, data tools, data warehousing, and the data concepts and all that, you know, what is the next level that I need to take, right? So uh, since I came from the engineering background, I have inclined to the mathematics and the statistics. so that's where I think uh, you know the artificial intelligence and machine learning would would be the next future technology. Uh, and and there are three kinds of things. Right? Uh, one is the big data Hadoop, the cloud computing, and the artificial intelligence. Right? So these are the three uh, I would say next gen technologies that have been insisted. Uh, and and I took the path of artificial intelligence, and I did my post-graduation diploma. It's a one-year course at Great Lakes while I am 
going to the office um, and uh, regularly attending the weekend classes. Uh, it's a it's it's a good comeback and sitting in the classrooms and uh, listening back to the lectures. I felt like I once again went back to my college days and 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 really enjoyed it. Uh, it now it is having more purpose. Uh, you know the way I had done my engineering versus the way I have uh, done my artificial intelligence learning is entirely different. Right? There is a lot of focus, lot of purpose, lot of experience that you try to take while you're learning, and and a lot of good conversations with the professors. Uh, you know, very very uh, insightful there. So that's how I took my journey to this. All right. How did you land in your first job? What was the story behind that? Uh, yeah, it's it's quite uh, interesting there. Um, so, as every student and from the graduation, right, they do have all these campus interviews and all that. But unfortunately, in 2004, I was not picked up uh, by anyone, and then. I came out of the university without having any job, right? And uh, and at that time, there is this boom of, uh, you know, IT uh, where people are from any kind of a background, you can just learn through technologies and you can land up in a job, right, in the software industry. So in 2004, uh, I went to Hyderabad and, uh, there is a place called Amit, but I don't know how many of you guys have can relate. And that's the center for learning for anyone who wants to uh, get into an IT field, right? And I I did my Java course there privately, and uh, from there, one of my friends' dad uh, he has a startup there, so. I was into I was doing some kind of apprentice kind of a thing there, uh, and I, I did for like one year there. And afterwards, I I took the opportunity to come to Chennai, attended the interview in TCS, and then uh, you know from there I stayed on to the one client, and uh, I moved to I did uh, I went to London. Uh, I, I I spent there for four years, uh, and yeah, so that's that's my the first uh, initial breakthrough that happened in my career. Okay, what was your mindset five years ago about how you're going to take your career ahead? Yeah, so uh, it's again, after uh, it's now like 12 years, I think now my ha I have experience of 17 years, so I was in 12 year experience when I, uh, when I had to take a decision what should be by ne my next 12 years or 15 years of my career, right? Uh, so I I have very uh, broad knowledge around the data and the data technologies, the tools that they use in the data, and how the data is important, right? But uh, you know, there is at the time the boom of uh, the cloud computing, big data, and artificial intelligence. I I definitely know that you know any one of that is the path ahead in the IT software industry, right? And and if I don't take it up at that point, I would be redundant in 
getting back to the same old technologies and people and the businesses will not operate in the same way right they would be looking at more cost efficient uh, more reachable and uh, they want to expand and grow their businesses and they cannot live with the old traditional systems that what we have um so so that has pushed me to pursue further and this time i sh- it's not it should not be something that i go and do some kind of online courses and and uh, you know get acquainted with that at this time i would like to do a proper study and especially the artificial intelligence and machine learning uh you need to understand certain concepts very well the basics very well so that you can lay the foundation and then you can able to build the applications and the designs accordingly right to the business needs so that's when i took that chance and i went to great lakes of university and really it turned there uh and as now i was practicing for the past 5 years and i see i see a lot of enthusiasm around here yeah okay what is your domain of expertise and how do you use ai in it so uh it's it's like uh now 15 years into the banking and continuously working for one of the uh us bank uh in the risk compliance and now into the financial crimes right uh, so all of these three are related to the uh, some of the support important support functions for the bank uh, and especially when you are trying to deal with the money and the people you should have proper frameworks uh, how to deal with the money how much of the exposure that the bank can have right so my expertise is lies around the banking industry and and the ai uh, is very essential and there there is a lot of uh, you know statistical models they use to look at some of the transactions and find out whether they are able to adhering to the proper guidelines or not right am i uh, as ba- as a bank as a responsible bank uh we know how the 2008 crisis has pulled out uh people are giving throwing money away uh without looking back whether there is a repayment capabilities right and and there are certain more and it's it's all about you know people who has designed those models and they are somehow able to bypass certain regulations uh the banks should follow right and and that's and that's a great opportunity for the banks to look at how we can improvise that framework right how to ensure that banks are not failing when there is and banks is not the cause for the crisis uh you know and 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 there's a huge opportunity where we can leverage ai in this field yeah so so were you always wanting to get into ai or you have developed an interest while exploring your skills uh so uh, as a as in as in my you know mid career right at college uh, years back uh, five years back when i'm trying to pursue this and this uh, option of ai 
I was fascinated with what the data, right? Uh, if you look at our the traditional systems, uh, the applications are being designed to get the data, right? You enter into the bank, uh, and they will be giving certain forms, or you would be entering the details. So it's only the data capturing part that is being used as an applications, uh, so that you know it is being digitized. It is there in the back end of your systems. And, and so that that can be processed at the later point of time. But the systems are becoming so huge and huge, uh, you know, with the millions and millions of data that has been accumulated. It's becoming so difficult a task for any organization to process the entire data, right? And that's where all these business intelligence tools and the data warehousing capabilities are all started kicked off, you know, to how we can start from the transaction processing to the analytical processing, right? From the, uh, you know, that batch processing kind of stuff. So that, you know, you get to the meaningful dashboards, meaningful insights about the data, right? And then inform to the business, and the business then again makes the decisions around what should be the right way of adopting the strategies. Uh, so I, I, since I have that kind of experience, right, in the initial stages, I have the programming experience where I designed all this and then went on to the analytical processing uh, world where I deal with the batch processing, large use of data, large volumes of data, and, you know, how uh, you have to process the data and get into those dashboard kind of things. Uh, but but there is still there is a gap right there's still uh, uh, there is still not reaching enough information to make the decisions and and that's where the ai i was fascinated with the ai because ai has the capabilities to look at the huge volumes of data and it it gets that experience of what the business is all about right and then it process it much faster uh, than your traditional analytical processing that we currently have, right? Even though you come out with the best of the best systems uh, in, uh, and try to make it much faster, but AI is a, is a place in statistically you can extract the rules and the logics from the data itself, uh, right? And that's where I grew a lot of interest in that and I was able to you know, uh, find out that AI is the technology uh, for the next 10, 15 years to make the business running, right? Yeah, so that's how I was, uh, you know. Fascinated. Okay, what are the different artificial intelligence use cases that are trending in finance? Uh, yeah, so finance, finance is a good bread and butter for AI, uh, especially because Everyone needs money, right? Uh, you are living in this world with the money, right? And and the money comes from the banks or the banks or the placeholders. Uh, you know, at least you do. Uh, you know, as if you if you even now the kids are having accounts with the banks, right? Uh, you know, it gets to that point. And and where you have the people. Uh, and then the more the data is, right? On any platform, if you compare uh, other domains, 
like the healthcare or the agriculture or uh, automobile uh, and the finance you know the finance will start playing a role in your life at some point right and and ai is there wherever the data is right uh, you you in the finance we do this financial monitoring uh, investment strategies uh, risk management algo trading customer due diligence advisory services fraud analytics you know all of these are the different uh, businesses the banks has to adopt and in each of these businesses uh, there is a place where you have to get the insights around the data right and ai is plays an important role right uh, and and many many times uh, people think that we can replace the traditional applications that are doing this kind of businesses right but but that's kind of a myth people have ai cannot replace any of these even though ai plays an important role a very important role but it cannot replace the traditional processing mechanisms that you have ai will try to enhance the businesses right if you are trying to deal in certain way in using your prior experience the human experience now ai is trying to tell you the data experience you know back to the businesses right so the data is what is driving the businesses not the human intelligence or the, the human experience right so so ai is an important role where you have people and and where you have the data so what are the challenges faced by the finance companies while using the ai yeah so uh, i i'll tell you a story right so i i i i learned uh, you know in 2018 or 2017 right 2017 i learned ai and i thought there is a big bang boom in finance industry where you know many people will start Know, looking at every application, whatever they have been writing down currently in Java, .NET, or Python, or any kind of problem, and they just, you know, put AI systems instead of it, and they try to, you know, take advantage of that. It doesn't happen in that way. So the reality is, even today, banks takes a very conservative approach in looking at this technology, just because. the data can tell you any story right it's all about what kind of data that you are collecting around it right if you are collecting a good data it tells you a good story around it right if you are collecting a bad data it's telling you a bad story around it so it's up to you uh, you know who designed the systems uh, and uh, think whether the data is appropriate to the business objective that you are trying to uh so so that is that is an important uh, you know uh, thing in the bank one is the ethics and fairness right everyone does the business right and businesses especially the banks uh, has to follow certain ethics around to whom we have to give the loans right to whom you have to on, on whom you have to spend the money 
on whom you have to give that credit card right um another uh, you know a line of story around here is uh, there is a and two guys who went to the bank and one guy um the loan was been uh, granted and another guy the loan has been dissected right uh, the, this is the scenario and if you look at uh, what makes the decision uh, why one person has been granted and the person both have came out from the same background right they both have uh, uh, you know same credit score or uh, they got the salary they got the same repayment capabilities and all that but unfortunately one guy was been uh, rejected to get the loan from the bank and and if and and when, when people started digging around why this person has been uh, you know has not been given the loan the address of communication of the person who was rejected has directed back to his native place right which is a kind of a village and his father settles and the other guy address is from the city so uh the systems that have been designed uh in that particular bank has a bias towards you know the people have the good repayment capabilities if you are coming out of chennai hyderabad or mumbai kind of cities rather than coming out of the villages right and that is the ethics that we are trying to talk about you can't discriminate people uh based on the location right you need to you can you can have a different criteria sort together right so so that is one of the biggest challenges the banks has to look at uh they should always see the interpretability right uh why this decision has been made most of the ais that has been developed today they call that as a black box uh you know whatever the decision that is making by ai it's a golden rule right no one uh, can ask about it but in the banks you cannot deal with that you need to find the justifications around the decisions that you're making and ensure that the models have been trained fairly without having any bias towards section any of the religious kind of things and all that so that's one of the biggest challenges the banks are having Okay, how machine learning used in finance, and what are the future prospects of machine learning? Yeah, so machine learning uh, has a great, uh, you know, uses use cases in the banks, right? Because banks, banks has has n number of functions. Even today, uh, people are talking about how I can split my banks, not in in a big entity right uh, they are now started coming up with the fintech companies uh, you you see the success story of the paytm phone pay the upi kind of a transaction imagine uh, 10 years or 15 years bank uh, you know you only rely on the state bank of india or you know some of the good uh, private banks like icici bank alone to do all the operations right right from you know giving to the loans savings account you know lockers all that but now uh it has moved out with the help of the technologies where they are getting very deeper into some section of businesses where they can expand the customer base around it right if i have to do a payment today to a particular merchant or a customer 
I don't need to have a State Bank of India account for doing that, right? Uh, yeah, probably, yeah, you should have an account to transfer certain money, but but I don't need to log in and I don't need to, you know, use their services uh, to see that, you know, the bank has certain agreements with those merchants or not. I can just, you know, take the Paytm, they have the provisions to scan it, and then you can do a UPI accordingly. Um, so the banks have, you know, started diversifying their businesses and they're focusing on what they're good at it, right? Some banks are good at giving the loans because the customer is what they have. So AI in that sense are getting very exclusive in nature, right? And AI, AI needs that kind of exclusivity, right? In, in, in a particular problem statement, you have to see that the objective has been achieved with the data that you are trying to collect. I can't use a loan kind of a data for, you know, UPA kind of a transactions, right? It doesn't make any sense. So the loan customers have a different kind of, uh, different set of uh, data points that you need to take care of, and the objective of that will belongs to the different thing, right? So uh, in that sense, uh, you know, AI has a very important role, and, and it is important for AI to get very deeper into the domain that you are trying to do. AI needs uh, more depth in the domain, right? Uh, you know, that is one of the important factors. The more you have the, the depth in your business, the better you can get the data, and that makes your models much more uh, efficient and much more, the decision-making would be much faster, and, you know, that makes the process much, uh, you know, quicker. Okay, what are the fields in which you envision artificial intelligence will have impact in the coming times? AI is everywhere. Uh, it does that, uh, you know, uh, as I said, like, you know, it's it's like uh, how you uh, develop your mobile app for any kind of a business where you try to connect to the people, uh, you know, how you come out with the traditional uh, applications where for every traditional application you have, there is an AI opportunity there, right? In healthcare, uh, in automobile industries, uh, you know, in aviation, uh, in broking, uh, you know, every where where you want to make the information faster, where you want to have your decision making much more efficient, you know, there is an AI there. Uh, right, and it, it and but we should not, uh, you know, as of today, in this, uh, as I'm talking today, it's an assistive technology, right? You given, you know, hundred, uh, you know, points and hundred uh, deals you have, and you want to pursue what are the best top ten deals in a given day that you can work out, right? You can use AI there. Hey, AI, please give me the top ten deals today that I have to work out. Right, and that way it only gives you the assistance to you to make your work faster, and you can focus on the important things where you can your success rate can be increased. So you need to look at AI in those terms, and AI is everywhere in every domain, whatever you think, AI is there. But it's not it's not going to replace or it's not going to uh, you know uh, take away your existing application. 
okay what is the future scope in this and in what ways it can help finance domain in the benefits of customer uh so in terms of especially the from the bank's point of view right uh you know the it's it's more around the customer centric uh, look at the options when you go to any kind of an app right the moment even the google search right i if i search for something let's say if i'm searching for a birthday party uh, things for the next 3 to 4 days i do get all the recommendations for the birthday parties right which hall i have to book who where i should go and order the it, it even tells me what i have to do in the birthday parties right uh so it goes into it, it makes you uh you know your life so much easier uh you know you don't need to do too much uh you know in think about in, in the past you know, probably 10 years back i have to probably ask someone who knows how to do this all this birthday party right what are the steps that i need to do but today it's a mobile or the google is able to tell you what are the things that you need to do in a in a just one click of right uh, search button right so mm-hmm. it, it it becomes so focused around the customer what it has to do but you need to take with the pinch of salt right if you if you are trying to be uh, innovative and you are not doing any traditional kind of a business you might have to look at what the recommendations you are getting out because all the recommendations have been the data that is collected by everyone whatever in the market right so you need to have that kind of understanding and and ai is used around there right the customer centric and how you can easily get access access to the uh, to the platform and make you self so comfortable and doing the business all right how to keep yourself relevant in the ever advancing field of artificial intelligence uh so i i i still uh, you know go back to the traditional uh, youtube right youtube has a lot of and and especially in the past 5 6 years there is an explosion of data right thanks to this big data and cloud computing kind of thing right every look and corner uh you know uh, even today right i i didn't even thought about there is a podcast that can be recorded like this right who who thought about in 10 years back that there is a you know uh, this kind of a platform where you can put your thoughts uh, it's there but you know it's not to the point where people can be you know uh, approached so easily and all this is happening because your storage capacities have increased Uh, right and more and more cloud platforms have started coming out and 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 that's that's the kind of the future you are talking about uh, right so uh, you know the the medium that we use is plenty of that right or youtube uh, you know some of the medium there's a medium subscription that you have that i follow and some of the stanford kind of library uh, you know lectures they are very good at it right and and you need to be in, uh, you know whatever uh, every day there is one white paper that comes out right and and someone will claim 
that you know i have trained some 1 trillion you know parameters of machine learning model on you know terabyte of data you know in in big cloud platform which does miracles right so you need to learn about it uh, you know people are able to do uh, able to process the data at the large scale and able to get the more experience and in in a right way so yeah i'd read read more uh, you know get the subscription to medium you know listen to the podcasts you know like this and then youtube channels you know there are beautiful lectures all there you know which you have to be updated every day and it's it's not going to stop today right it's it's still there are a lot of moving pieces moving right. pieces here and there uh, you know people are still trying to figure it out it's it's if you compare with the previous technologies like java and dot net you started coming out with the uh, enterprise solutions right uh, you know oracle comes out with er crm kind of a solution in ai it is not there yet there is no one actually started coming out with a packaged second of a solution it's there here in pieces but it is not being adopted at a large scale so there still there are moving pieces which you need to be updated uh, so that you know you will understand why that decision making is happening okay what are the new trends in artificial intelligence can you name a few and how these technologies can help people to identify their own area of interest yeah so uh, there are a lot Uh, uh in the in this uh, moving world right uh, as i said the explainable and ethical data science and ai right which is very important for the banks augmented intelligence right you go to a shop you don't need to go to a shop right the shop comes to you uh, you know you want to uh, i think two days back i want to purchase a, a bed and uh, i want to see how the look and feel on my living room right mm-hmm. and and there's a beautiful app in the flipkart you know just do the augment reality and it will tell you you just need to scan your bed dimensions and then it will put augment reality out there and you can feel how the bed looks like even without purchasing yeah, right? yeah. so that's 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 another thing and you know uh, affordable modeling of unstructured data sets Right. there's a lot of data that is there on the on the documents if you look at the compliance department of any big bank there are thousands and thousands of documents on one particular line of business that they have to be in compliance uh who knows about it probably people have been studying for years and years around the businesses and then the regulators you know they 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 went through all that right but now you have a model who which can digest all that unstructured data and give you the recommendations what you need to do when there is a, a new transaction that comes out right whether it is in compliance or out of compliance right so that's the kind of another uh, thing and the data storytelling uh, you know artistic data right uh, now people are coming out with the new kind of arts uh you know using ai and ml you know these are some of the you know trending uh, things automated data preprocessing uh you know i you give a data it understands what kind of data that you right and what kind of preprocessing techniques that it has to adopt uh so these are some of the trends that i think ai has a huge scope in making your businesses you know get to the larger scale right and able to reach the customers and the clients 
as as quickly as they can okay who inspired you to be in ai or which type of organization you are a fond of which inspired you to pursue your career in ai uh i think fang right uh, facebook amazon netflix google you know, these are amazing companies who has you know these are these are all having the businesses underlying they are they're not few technology companies right amazon is not a few technology company they build the technology based out of their businesses of you know uh, delivering the goods to the to the houses right right yeah. uh, facebook is facebook business is not about to growing the technology they want to connect the people uh, in a in a different way and they they make they should make their life well organized and well connected right yeah. netflix again the business is around you know how the what are the kind of movies that i have to put on yeah. right so that people can and all these having the businesses but still they look at you know the adoption of ai in those businesses right yeah without a none of these companies are going to work yeah right so 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 always uh, you know when i would be very fascinated to work uh, and be part of certain products that have been developed by these kind of companies and see where how we can enhance the businesses through ai technology yes and the one thing the common between all these big companies is that they know what in future customers would like to have or what will be their yeah. preferences yeah again it's 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 all the businesses are data driven right the one yeah. of the common themes if you look at all is they are solely relying on the data that is been collected by from you and me right and making sure that the data is meeting their business objectives so 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 that's that's the kind of smartness the people are started adopting right not uh, you know telling you what to do right telling you how to do that uh, you know what to do people know about it right they they know what amazon has to do amazon has to deliver the goods that's that's end of the story there but how you do that is where the ai is coming and that how part is where the data is telling you a story which people are now willing to listen back and see the feedback loop from the data using data as a medium to the businesses to enhance the business and to to scale up the businesses that's that's where the ai is being primarily okay what are your challenges in your career and how did you handle those challenges what type of strategic move you have applied yeah so uh I, I completed my, uh, you know, AIML course in Great Lakes in 2017-18, right? And and soon I came out. I was hit up with the hard reality that there is no production, productionized applications in the bank. And and I heard that you know banks are very conservative in using this AI. You know, I, I was a bit you know taken back like you know i spent almost all the year in looking at this technology and see there is a technology there is a scope for this technology uh, which can really i can chip in and i can make applications and i can enhance the businesses but now banks says no uh, you know it's it's not that way right it's not so fast there so i then i i have to think back you know why uh, where i am now right where should i put the career down and that's the biggest challenge to how i can keep motivating myself 
and and keep sticking to this if you believe i believe this technology has a lot of capabilities uh, right but but if you look at the ground reality not many people are there who are actually started ai as one of the mainstream it's there on the papers it's there on the talks right but the hard reality is it's not there on the applications so people are not even looking back and investing money in making sure that right and and that's where i started i thought about like how i can increase the depth of this ai right get more learn more about algorithms right learn more about what kind of data fits into which kind of algorithm right how you can make this machine learning models given you have machine learning model what are the different operations that you need to do in the op- in the production and in the highly regulated space like a bank where you have to give uh, there there is a team called model risk management team which looks back to at your model and see whether the model is actually doing its job or actually trying to predict the 80% or 90% whatever being trained is is getting converted on the real time data or not right so i started looking and learning uh, around this uh you know and 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 i delivered sessions i participated in this kind of podcasts you know and i keep motivating right um but now uh, people have uh, you know realized and there is a, and banks generally you know wait they don't, they are not the forefronters like you know the facebook or amazon or netflix because they deal with the customer data they deal with the customer money uh you know it is at a high stake when you when any decision that takes in the wrong turn right they they have huge reputation loss around that so they are waiting for the people to see how ai is helping them and uh, what are the different kinds of challenges or the infrastructure that you need to have for the ai things right and now people uh, and the banks have started slowly developing the parallel applications uh, to look at the data alone and see how the data what the story of the data that is been told uh, to the businesses right so so the, those are the few challenges and that's how i i was able to you know keep pursuing in this particular field okay so finance domain is highly regulated what are the regulatory challenges you have while developing the models in ai yeah so um uh, banks uh banks has to uh you know answerable in india if you look at the banks position there are a lot of government entities like sebi which if you are into a trading or investment kind of businesses right and and it's a, it's it's a it's a government regulated uh, and there are external uh, regulators who actually audit all your transactions all your processes that you do right and the moment you tell that you know this particular application is came out from the artificial intelligence the most scrutiny it starts right now tell me uh, you know what is the decision making that is involved in ai right and what are the different metrics that you follow in ai so that you know it meets the customer objective it also doesn't do any biasness show me the you know rejections that you have done you know people and now uh, you know it comes with a cost right even though you were able to make your decision faster 
but the preciseness is very important over there right to see that we are not penalizing the wrong customers there and and that's the biggest challenge uh, you know and it, it ties back to the ethics uh, right are they following all the ethics that are required uh, to do their businesses or not are they taking any kind of unfair advantages because of certain section of data is telling you a different kind of a story and you are able to profiting on top of it uh, right so it comes out with the cost and the regulatory challenges are very high and even regulators are trying to figure it out what kind of regulations that i need to keep and there is an ai model is involved in making the decision process and that's a huge huge discussion for the banks to adopt this ai in the first place itself right what is what is uh, the return on investment that i'm making by having an ai kind of an application and still meeting your primary objective right and able to enhance the businesses at what cost right so so those are the few regulatory challenges the banks has to deal with and and now the more the adoption starts right the more banks have found out there is an advantage in making these decisions to ai and the data that is whatever they have the regulators will start you know standardizing the framework that you know you submit this kind of metrics every 6 months or 10 months and there should be some kind of automated ways to detect when the model is telling you the uh, you know the false positives uh so that comes that maturity will come in, in course of time that is inevitable but it has it, the whoever prepares much faster for that are going to take the advantage of this ai right it's all about in adopting at the faster rate and making sure that you are getting benefited out of in this particular race right out of 10 banks if your mm-hmm. bank is able to do that you know that that's that's the business edge that you are trying to take out all right how does regulation affect the ai uh in in many ways right uh sometimes uh because of these regulations you uh you have to stop doing the businesses uh you know if 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 you are if you found that there is uh, there is an undue advantage given to a particular customer or client you know you need to stop that right it it, it affects and some of the penalty is the regulators uh you know in the violation of your compliances are very huge it 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 turns down your profitability you know recently standard chartered bank have been penalized for doing for you know giving certain kind of loans to certain countries uh right which has been sanctioned uh so uh so it's it's important uh you know the regulators you need to keep on toes with the regulatory changes and regulations also keep changing um because of the environmental scenarios now the climate change regulation is a hot topic in the banking right what kind of businesses or the what kind of loans that you give to the industries who are not adhering to the climate changes right who are polluting a lot and the banks has as a certain uh, you know take on what kind of loans they have to give on that so it's very important uh, you know to have the regulations in the back of your mind when especially in the banking kind of thing because it deals with the money and the money is being circulated back to the systems in a different objective uh so 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 you have to keep 
So you have to take into account of all of this in in the banking especially. All right. What would be your advice to your peer leaders in other organizations? Uh, yeah. So again, uh, you know, the perspective of the traditional programming that we all been cultivated for the past twelve years or thirteen years are are taking a change, right? Uh, the perspective 10 years or 15 years back is to depend upon a highly skilled business or SME, right? The subject matter expert. And he decides how to do the businesses, right? What kind of processes that you need to have, how to reach to the customers, right? How you can grow your sales. That's that's an experience from from the traditionally that we've been programming. Now, with the evolution of data that we have, right? With look at the, the quantum of data that we are having and the processing uh, power that has been increased with this cloud computing and all that, the data is telling you a different story, right? You need to now bridge the gap between what the business that you are trying to do traditionally to the data that you are getting out of out of your businesses, right? Or to the other businesses that are, and and bridge the gap, right? And you have to adopt the change, and that adoption of change can be done through your data science platforms like AI or ML, right? So uh, you can't just you know take away this. Uh, you have to see that you know this technology has an important role and understand how it can enhance your business. That's that's one of the things that you have to take. All right, it's time to wind up the session. Thank you so much, Srinivas, for sharing your insights to our audience. Thank you, listeners, for spending your time here. Hope you all like it. Please like, share, and comment. And don't forget to subscribe to Data Professional Stories, a podcast powered by Change Leaders. Thank you so much once again, Srinivas. Thank you. Thank you, Srinivas.